As the shepherd parable recorded in John 10 neared its conclusion, Jesus uttered another one of the seven I am statements found in this gospel. He twice identified himself as the good shepherd and described two specific ways he fulfills that role. In verse 11, he said he gives his life for the sheep, considering them so valuable they're worth sacrificing himself for. And in verse 14, he said he knows them, pursuing the kind of knowledge that's more about relationship than information. In fact, in verse 15, Jesus described this knowing as the kind he experiences with the Father. And he said it's the reason he's moved to lay his life down for us. In verses 12 and 13, these two characteristics of the Good Shepherd are contrasted with those of a hireling, a rent-a-shepherd, one who prioritizes his own well-being over the flocks and has no interest in developing a caring relationship with them. It's certain the Lord meant this comparison to shine a harsh light on the self-serving shepherding practiced by the Pharisees, but I think he was also providing a way to identify any impostors among those who would seek to lead his people. The Greek word translated as shepherd in this passage is the same word translated as pastor later in the New Testament and used to describe those who serve as leaders in the church. And as someone who's had the privilege of ministering to others under that mantle for several decades now, the Lord's example here is deeply moving to me and hits very close to home. Pastor is not an honorific or a title of respect that precedes a church leader's name. It's not a station or position of achievement. It's not a line item in the church budget under salaries. It's not a sign on a door in the church office or on a reserved parking spot closest to the entrance. It's most certainly not a career path. According to Jesus, it's the description of someone who is so deeply invested in a relationship with God's people that he or she is willing to live a life of sweeping personal sacrifice to support the spiritual wholeness of those in their care. I want to make sure I never forget this exquisite definition our Lord gave. Even though all of us who take up the shepherd calling will fulfill it imperfectly, I want to keep looking to Him as my example. I want to avoid any drift toward becoming part of a clergy class that's enamored with attaining preference, celebrity, and recognition. Even though Ephesians 4.11 tells us pastoral leaders are among the gifts Christ has given His church, verse 12 makes it clear that they're not part of an elite group. In fact, their role is to help equip believers for their ministries. In a very real sense, every believer has been called and equipped by Jesus to shepherd those He's placed in the circles of our influence, whether it's our family, friends, neighbors, and workmates, or an entire church congregation, and we've been assigned to care for them in the way He cares for us. We all need pastors like that, and we all need to become pastors like that. So even if what I just said scares you a little because you're having trouble seeing yourself in that role right now, I encourage you to prayerfully welcome the Good Shepherd to identify the flock He's given you and be willing to honor Him by loving and serving them sacrificially.